John, how are you doing today? Um, doing okay. It, it, it's it's Friday, so I'm in a I'm in a chill state of mind. Uh, You're recording a little bit late, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we are. Uh, I wonder whose fault that is. Man, I, I wonder whose fault that is. the the patrons already know whose fault that is because I threw you under the bus in the announcement that it was going to be late. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, patrons. I had a birthday. Mister um, <laughs> Birthday Boy thinks that he can make all the decisions around here. I mean, it's my show. It's, it's half my show. It's, it's our show. Come on. Our our means it's both mine and yours. Um, how are we doing? How are we doing? Anything anything going on? Anything crazy besides us being late because I turned old? Um, I don't think anything big has happened that's like newsworthy i mean that boat got stuck mm-hmm. uh, that boat has been stuck <laughs> um i'm just saying if i was on that boat uh, things would have gone differently me too me too i think i think <laughs> if we were the captains of that boat it would have it would have not been stuck it would have it would have sailed on through s- seamlessly no no problems at all on time everything would have been fine yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the stupidest thing. Uh, I I, I I interacted with Hussy on, on on his troubled cosmos Twitter. <laughs> you did troubled I, cosmos update. I, I yeah yeah troubled cosmos update. If you're not keeping up with troubled cosmos, uh, the prices are now at like. Hold on, I know they're over a thousand. Uh, the prices? Yeah, the prices. Uh, let me see. I'm pulling it up. Hank Soldier. Uh, yeah. If you want to buy a T-shirt, that's gonna cost you one thousand and seventy-one dollars. Why did I not fucking buy one of these earlier? Yeah, oh I, I, I'm regretting it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, but I I made a I made a funny joke reply. To, to one of the tweets saying for everyone to sell their assets because it's all a scam and they're all going to lose all their money by investing in troubled cosmos. And then Hussey replied to me and just said, dude, just get on the rocket. <laughs> to the moon. Let's fucking go. Um, uh, uh, grip, gripping updates in this saga. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's continues to get warm to the point where like I'm now it's like getting a little bit stuffy. Yeah. Uh here in the closet again. Uh yeah, I woke up today and I was like I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's it sure is it sure is becoming spring. Cuz cuz like I I I I think I've spoken before about about my AC issues. Uh, mm-hmm. the AC recently broke again and we had to get it fixed by the, by the repair people at my apartments. And it was, it was fine and working for like a day. And then like the temperature outside jumped up and it does not keep it cool in here anymore. Like the, the Ooh. thermostat is set to 68. Uh, but the temperature inside is like 74. It, it is not cooling it down in here at all. Um, and it's agonizing. I forgot what it was like to. I forgot what it was like to sweat. Yeah, it felt like the longest winter ever. <laughs> uh, what a um. There was a Cyclonials update. There was a Cyclonials this update this week. Before we get to that, 
I, I just looked at the calendar and, and noticed. I don't know why I forgot like immediately because I brought I brought it up in the in the admin channel. But but since this is going uh-huh. up on the twenty ninth, uh, publicly, I guess this kind of counts as our anniversary episode. Yeah, I, I mean we could go ahead and count it as that because it is the fiftieth episode. So why not just lump it together as also calling this the anniversary episode? So happy anniversary. Almost like podcasts. We're <laughs> happy one happy one year to us. Um. Yeah, I, I was gonna. We could just delay this by two days for the 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 normal users as well. <laughs> um, and so we could put it out on the on our one year anniversary. That'd be dumb and silly. Um, I mean, like the first week there were two episodes like back to back. Uh, oh, like, you're right. Within a couple of days, so you know, I think we're still coasting on that. We haven't like missed any weeks. Uh, we've never taken an impromptu break, so I think. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think it'd be fair yeah, to just delay yeah, it. Yeah, so. totally. Yeah, happy April first, everybody. Um, yeah, I, I we talked briefly about uh, like doing an anniversary thing, but I think we both kind of felt like the the post Act Five episode was like basically what we would do for an anniversary episode yeah and i don't have anything really new to add to that to constitute like a full episode so yeah and anything we would add to that uh we're we're gonna cover when we get to the 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 end of homestuck recap episode where we look back on mm-hmm. everything we've covered since the the the, the end of act five recap episode so or any other incidental recap episode yeah. that might happen at some point along the way. Yeah. Um you know, you, you never know, it, it could happen. I don't know. Um But yeah, uh I, yeah, a happy one year to us. Um unbelievable that I'm sitting down to do this for the uh 50th and some change time. Um insane. Man, when uh, when will we get tired of it? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this, this reading makes a strong case at points. True, true. Um, uh, now, now let's get to the psychological stuff. Uh, that would have been a good. Yeah. That would have been a good segue into the actual reading of the week. Uh, right. You just you just had to fuck it up just, and uh, just gotta and, fuck and... it up. Gotta get the psychological <laughs> stuff out of the way first. Uh, so if so if you if you don't want psychological spoilers as usual, Alex, please edit in robot voice where we say well that says when we stop talking about it so yeah go to 19 minutes and 28 seconds spoilers um or if you're just fucking sick and tired of us hearing of of hearing about it yeah um okay uh so we're now in the spoiler zone um that was that that was quite the chapter yeah uh it was pretty short uh it i didn't feel that short it felt kind of short to me but maybe I, i just read it fast for some reason, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we finally got the, the, I guess it's the reveal of like what's going on, uh, with the with the. Did we? Kinda a little bit, maybe. I'm sure there's gonna be something else that's like, haha, we gotcha. Um, uh, but but big funny clown man, I forgot the name. What? Riotous. Riotous. Um, s- surprise. Uh, the the co- the colonials in the name psycholonials. Uh, has to do with colonialism, uh, and, right. and and imperialism and all that fun stuff. Um, 
interesting. I, I, I'm wondering where Hussey's going to go with it. I keep saying that, uh, but now, <laughs> but now he's like introduced like this, uh, and I'm, and I'm more interested, even more interested to see what, what he's going to do with it, especially since there's three chapters left. So yeah, we're on six out of nine now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found, I, I, I was the, I was the hater last time. Yeah. Um, I had a big problem with, uh, with how like the last chapter kind of like got to this point. Um, I didn't really have as, I don't really have as many problems with this one. Um, uh, I'm kind of like along for the ride again, I guess. It yeah. didn't do anything to offend me too bad. Um, I think that the question that it poses of like, uh, ha- uh of um, like bringing an ideology to to a a, a society, um, it, like how that relates to imperialism is like, it it strikes me as strange. Yeah. Um. Because I think that it, I, I, uh, I think it is a question that is, um, I think it is actually a really good question. Uh, and I think there's definitely people who are smarter than me or Andrew Hussey have probably written about it, um, in old ass essays that I will never read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think that like the, 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 the 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 more pressing thing uh is maybe not like the the weighty political theory uh behind this and like how the more as much as it is like how this is like affecting Z as a character um because it, it is an interesting question it it is like a, a crisis question right like I think it's kind of cool that um or not cool uh. It, uh, I don't know. I like the function that this chapter had, um, of being, like, a, a wholehearted, like, damn, what have I gotten myself into kind of moment. Yeah. Um, and I, I liked the reveal at the end, uh, because the, the whole conflict between Z as, like, an not even conflict. The interplay between like Z as like a a a thought leader, a revolutionary, and Z as like a canceled influencer <laughs> is like it's like it's coming to a head, right? Yeah. I'm really interested to see where that goes specifically. Um, I don't know. What 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 did you think about it? What did you think? Anything? Any thoughts on it? Um, I really don't know what I think about it right now because like, I don't, I don't see where he's going to go with it yet. Like, I can't really check a path of like, what's, what's going to happen next with, with these ideas that he's introducing. Um, but I feel like, like my one gripe about it was it felt like the, the whole reveal that what's her name? Joculin, something like that. Joculin. Yeah. Uh, the whole reveal that Candace. Yeah. Yeah. The whole reveal that Joculin is Candace. It felt like it happened too quickly. Like, she was acting weird the entire chapter. Like, like she was immediately sus. Uh, there's an imposter mm-hmm. among us. Uh, <laughs> um, and I was like, I was like, damn, what's, what's going on with, with this Joculin character. And then like mm-hmm. to have the immediate reveal that like, it's, it's, it's the girl who, who canceled Z. I don't know. I felt like it happened too quickly. Like I felt like Joculin could have been introduced like last chapter or something. 
or the revelation could have happened next chapter or something. I don't know. It just, I felt like there wasn't much time to like think of the fact that, that Joculin was acting sus. I agree. It felt very, it felt very abrupt. It felt a little like, not a little, it felt like really like a uh, cartoony or like, yeah. In like, so in like kids media, when a, when a, when a suspect character shows up, and then immediately they they're revealed to be bad, and it's like, well, of course they're of of course they're bad. They showed up to act weird with no prior establishment. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I I hope that next time our fu- like, I hope that we get the reveal of like whatever like Z did to get canceled um before the last chapter, um, and yeah, it, it, it's. I don't, I don't know. Well, like I said, the, the, the interplay between those two, like, facets of, like, the, the defining aspects of Z's character are kind of what interests me about this, yeah. um, yeah. this, this story. Um, I'm also kind of just, like, I think there's a lot, a lot of ways could go, I feel, right? Because, like, you know, um, the, the Joculin could be, uh, you know, like, she could be ref- reformed, quote unquote, you don't know if she's anything to reform from, but, like, she could genuinely have changed her mind, or she could be, like, trying to undermine this whole thing. She could be fucking an FBI agent or some shit. Um, I feel there's a lot of different ways it could go. Um, and just, uh, like, a lot of different things could imply for, for Z's character. And I think this is, like, really since, like, the first chapter, like, one of the, the biggest, like, cliffhangers that has kind of gotten me intrigued again. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on it. It was neat. Um, yeah, the, the question of like, and the 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 more political question of like, psycolonialism or whatever the hell you want to call it is, it, it strikes me as a little bit odd. Um, but considering that it's like such a new concept being introduced, I'm gonna give it uh, another chapter or two yeah. uh, before I really pass judgment on it. Yeah. because um, like. You you could like you could take that in like a really annoying reactionary angle, or you could take it into a or you, or you could have like a more thoughtful discussion of it. Um, and you know, I uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm sure something interesting is going to happen in the next chapter because it it feels like the 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 release pattern is something interesting happens that's worth talking about, and then it goes on break for a week, and we're going to get a chapter next week, and then it's going to go on break for a week again mm-hmm. and uh the, the, there's also the the interlude narrator person said that we're gonna get to talk with them one more time and that's probably gonna happen after the next break uh still wondering what the whole deal with the successor shit is uh mm-hmm. i still hope there's some kind of payoff to that that's like worthwhile and maybe the maybe New Game Plus, where you go back and <laughs> make choices. I don't know. My new tinfoil hack conspiracy on that is that at the end of Chapter 8, there's going to be a choice, um, and the game is going to poll all of the players, <laughs> and then the last chapter is going to be one of two options, depending on what the community decides. That'd be crazy. That'd be wild. Um. Uh, also, uh, Candace's tattoo, uh, the... The, the Dharma tattoo from Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, I've decided that uh, Psycholonials is going to end in a clown church. 
it's it's all one big Lost reference. Uh, I've, I've never seen a single frame of Lost. I've, I've seen a frame probably. I've I've never seen I've never seen anything from Lost. I I've seen the first season and uh so far the the things that well maybe I watched a little bit more than the first season but uh it's all on an island uh uh-huh. just like Psycholonials uh Dharma I forget what Dharma does but it's it's like a government institution question mark. I can't remember that much, but uh, the 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 other possible Lost connection that that I made was uh the the smoke monster in Lost uh manifests itself as as dead people and Z sees dead people and uh, that'd be a twist. Th- yeah, uh, I I'm I'm wondering if a dead Percy is gonna show up in in the near future. I'm going to say that uh, psychedelic dream sequence where Z is haunted by a dead Percy, uh, chance of that happening is roughly 100%. Yeah. Um, um, I want to give a shout out to the, to the music in, uh, in the, this update. The, the riotous theme is a bona fide banger. Yeah. Great um, stuff. This is, this is a good music themed episode in general, I think. Um, uh, I I think the the last big thing to come out of this week's chapter, um, Hussey made a post uh, on Troubled Cosmos. Uh, uh, it was on like Monday, I think. Uh, somebody somebody asked him. Uh, they were like, speaking of gender nonconforming, uh, where do you place yourself on your own uh gender pyramid that you made in Psycholonials? And he was like, uh that's going to be revealed later this week. And, uh, D Clussy, uh, finally appeared <laughs> and, uh, D Clussy and pre- presumably Hussey himself, uh, identifies as clown gender. So awesome. Do with that information what you will. Uh, <laughs> Good for him. Hussey, put your pronouns in your bio. That's, that's all I'm saying. Hussey, put your pronouns in your bio. Um, I'm going with a hashtag for that later. Hussy pronouns in bio. Uh, maybe too clunky, uh, but we'll work on it. Um, this is going to be the new thing to harass him with uh, <laughs> that we're going to start. Hashtag Hussy pronouns 2021. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's better. All right. Um, well, I think, okay. Uh, do you want to move on to uh, our, our homestuck for the day? Yes. Uh, let us let us confront awesome. the elephant in the room. Uh, uh Yes. Um, alright, well, so we started, uh, Axis Intermission 3 today. My god. <laughs> we sure did. Did we ever. Um, so the, the, the bulk of this reading was the first open bound flash, um, the, 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 the Mina adventure. Yes. Uh, Mina and friends. Um, I am not entirely sure what the best way to, to digest this is, um, uh, because it's 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 very long, um, and a lot happens in it, and it and it can be kind of broken down into multiple categories because there's a lot of stuff from there's there's some stuff from our old characters from our classics and a bunch of stuff with some new faces. Yes. Um. 
So I, I, I guess I'm just going to start rolling through things in chronological order, and then we can take as much time as we want to discuss it uh, once it's on the table. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, it, yeah, again, I want to say again, I think that this is just like the good, this is our good music episode, because um, fucking Future Ruler is a banger. It is, but... Having to stop and take notes and Future Ruler just playing on loop in the background did kind of get to me. Like, <laughs> I muted it and I could still hear it in my head. I just... Man. Future Ruler. I, I, I like, lowered the audio a bit, but, like, I I didn't ever, like, have it all the way off whenever I was playing as Mina. Yeah. Um... When it got to when it got to Latula, I <laughs> may or may not have just muted the audio entirely after like the third loop. Hyper pop track of the century. <laughs> For real. But yeah. Um okay. So the last episode, um, last reading we left off on a pretty fucking calamitous event. Um we had a the we had the Caliborn enter. Um with the, the dream bubble explode, there is the big shattered space in the sky. Um, everybody's everybody's like, "Yo, what the fuck is happening here?" Um, and this flash uh, starts out with a uh, Mina gazing skyward from her dream bubble moon palace. Um, she sees the explosion and she excitedly runs down to uh, to greet all of her friends. Um. So yeah, it so starts out. Uh, you know, you, you play as Mina. She comes out of her castle. Um, the the basic walkthrough is like she you, you there's a there's a secret. The first thing that I found was the secret hussy. Yeah. Um, jumping off the map. Yeah. Uh, there he goes. Um, first character you run into is Aradia. Um, not 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 a lot here for her to do, but you know she's a friendly face. Always welcome to see her. Um, and she, she says, uh, she's hyped for Mina's arrival. Um, and this is a big moment for everybody who's, uh, eagerly awaiting to, to, to watch what's gonna go down. Um, but, you know, she's not gonna hold her up and she can go right ahead. Um, there's the delightful little, uh, double finger guns, winky face moment. Um, wonderful stuff. Great. Um, you, you run into a, a broken hussy. Uh, crying, surrounded <laughs> by smashed eight balls, um, and all he has to say is that uh, bring it, if if you bring him a horse, he will be yours forever. Um, there's some there's some interesting items scattered around here. Um, I think that when we did the previous walk around flashes, we didn't really give the items any uh, any notice really because they were like just kind of cute. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, I would like. I would, like, take note of things if I thought they were interesting, but the thing is, there was rarely things that were worth noting. They were mostly just, like, character-related things. Uh, yeah. But I would say some of the items in this one are worth noting. There's a little it, it, There's a little bit of, like, wink-wink, nudge-nudge with, with some stuff here. Yeah. Um, the, the first item that I was, like, uh, hmm, I'm gonna write this down was like the big green bones yes that are apparently historically significant yes they sure are um <laughs> let me let me see if we can find the text on that uh huge prehistoric green serpents have always played a major role in your people's mythology both before and after your session scratched um 
ancient ancient serpent bones. So I guess shout out to the ancient serpent bones, whatever they may signify. Um, they start running. Uh, you start running into some into like assorted felt items. Um, so the first thing you find is like the little uh, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, the 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 voodoo doll. Yeah, the uh, the, the sewing pins guy. In. Uh, I forgot his name. I <laughs> that dude. That dude. Felt names just leave my mind. <laughs> I remember like clover and biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> um, and crowbar because he has a crowbar. Um, but yeah, the, the throughout this flash, you you find a, an assortment of like felt items, and it uh, specifically refers to them as as jujus. Yeah. Um, to uh, aggravatingly not quite like bring everything into focus, but um, start to frame everything in a new way with what we know about cherubs. Yeah. Um. I don't know if, if this is explicitly saying that the felt are cherubs. They don't look anything like cherubs. Um, but uh, given that they, they are, they do have a prior connection to, to Lord English slash Caliborn. Um, this is, I think this is useful information because um, it starts to kind of more solidify like what a juju is. Cause all we've had up to this point was like Caliborn saying, uh, ominous things about little Cal, yeah. um, and the the mystery chest. Um, but yeah, um, next character that uh, we run to is Mina is a uh, Arania, um, and you know there there's some dialogue here. Um, we get some context for what's been happening in, in the dream bubbles. Apparently, uh, immediately after um that first initial entry, uh. Into the afterlife, uh, Mina went and locked herself in her castle, in her hive, um, and just shut herself up in there uh, until now. So this is the this is the first time that Mina's come back at, to uh, make an appearance and to meet the gang. Um, Arania uh, confirms again that uh, Lord English is Caliborn, and Caliborn is Lord English, um, but uh, she would prefer not to to speak his his true name, um, which is some Harry Potter bullshit to me. <laughs> um, and uh, also uh, drops his uh, title as the Lord of Time. Um, this it, this is like again like easy stuff, but I brought it up because I wanted to mention that there was like a pretty significant uh amount of people, myself included who were convinced that um, Caliborn's title was going to be the Pimp of Time. I... Do you remember this? No. <laughs> I don't. It, it was it was, it was was a minor but prominent fan theory. It was like a... a like, yeah. Um, the l- reasoning behind this um, was, one, it's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and two, uh, at the start of Act 6, I think the first intermission, you see... Dave level up, and the next tier he could ascend to is Pimp Slayer. Um, okay, okay, yeah. So it all it all comes together, but but, uh, but, but <laughs> when like all the all the like connections between Caliborn and Lord English when they were being set up, and when Calliope like kind of cucks us all with the 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 title uh, of of Caliborn, like his 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 class spec. 
I felt like it was pretty obvious that it he was going to be the Lord of Time because like it is it is extremely obvious, but it would be so much funnier if he was the pimp of okay. time. It, it would be it would be funnier, and that's really that's really what matters when you're when you're coming with a fan theory. Okay, true. <laughs> um, res- l- l- okay. Uh, get back on track. Um. Mita uh brings up her plan, why she's why she's come out uh come out to greet everybody. And her plan uh is uh you know, we're gonna take down uh Learn English and um we're gonna do it by getting all of the ghosts together and we're gonna just go and fight him right now. Uh <laughs> strength in numbers. Hor- um, horrible plan. <laughs> very stupid plan. Um, given, given what we literally just saw of him wiping out countless ghosts with, with ease. Um, Arania, uh, Arania's commentary is that this is really dumb. Um, she has her own plan. Uh, she's going to find Calliope's ghost, um, and that will help somehow. Uh, she refers to Calliope as our, our secret weapon. And says, um, we, ha- I'm, I'm researching to find where she might be, uh, because, uh, Lord English is, his, his goal is, something that he's working towards is he's trying to find and kill, uh, any instance of her. Um, and she should be somewhere around here because, uh, when Caliborn took over, um, Calliope did technically die. Yeah. And so she should be in the dream bubbles. Um... Which is, you know, we've we've got a we've got a we've got a new MacGuffin uh, to search for. We've got a new plot goal. Let's go! Um, great, we'd love to see him. Um, anything you wanted to say about uh the 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 the, the encounter with Arania? Uh, um, not really. I mean, you, you you touched on it all pretty good. Yeah, I I I don't find Arania spectacularly interesting from this from this reading. I'm sorry, Arania likers. <laughs> She's okay. I just didn't think that she had anything like super amazing to do here. Yeah, it but that's okay. Um, next we're into Rose. Um, Let's go. And I gotta say, so I think this is like one of the most polarizing readings for me because all the stuff in it that I hated, I really hated. All the stuff that I liked, I really liked. And I think that um, Rose and Dave especially are characters that just absolutely fucking flourish with a talk sprite. Yeah. Um, Rose is Rose is so like full of personality here. She's she's amazing. Um, so it, Mina Mina goes and talks to Rose. Um, and uh, Rose is Rose. Um, she uh kind of she she rolls with the punch a little bit. Um, she tries to relate with Mina on the on the grounds of not being very good at talking to people. Uh, which is also uh, as part of a uh, a um. Is it a backhand? It's not really a backhanded compliment. Cause it's not a compliment. It's like uh, a really slick insult. Yeah. Um. It rules. She's great. Um. Uh. She asks about uh, Mina's past. She's very interested in um her history and like her ro- relationship with uh being royalty and like why she abdicated the throne and fled to the moon. Um. Mina, uh, unfortunately, deprives us of a much longer conversation because she has no desire to, to talk to another long-winded light player. Um, 
when uh, when Mina propositions to Rose to go and uh, join her in the fight to to kill Lord English, uh, Rose says, "Sure, um, we'll do that way later, uh, because we have about three thousand more pages to get through first. <laughs> uh, we got to go find the Alpha Kids first, and then we'll deal with Lord English." Um, yeah, the I Rose with the talk spread is like the the the, the dialogue, um. I feel like a, a common problem. I don't think it's very controversial to say like a common problem with the the the, the chat log format is that it doesn't really allow for a lot of like descriptive language uh, for like tone yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um. And uh, it, the the this format like it does so much for it. Um, because Rose is just great. Um. Any other thoughts on that? Um. No. You're, right. you're you're the big rose liker here, so. <laughs> I okay, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, we're just saving. You're we're saving all of our our heated debate energy for Kangtree. Yes, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, we run, uh, Mina runs into Kanaya, um, who also makes a fantastic appearance here. Um, I really wish that she had a new sprite instead of just using the one from Act Five, Act Two. Um, yeah. but it gets the job done. Um, but, uh, these two have some great banter as well. Um, I, one of, I think, uh, this is, like, a really fantastic, like, little moment of, um, characters bouncing off each other in a really fun way. Uh, cause Mina is just, like, kind of an asshole, um, not like a not like totally genuine, but like she's just very abrasive, and Kanaya like it bounces off her very well, and it's very fun. Um, there there are comments exchanged about um, you know, I didn't think that uh, I I felt like one Mariam was enough, and uh, Kanaya's like, well, I, I felt like one uh, Paisies was enough. <laughs> um, they uh, Mina uh, teases her a little bit on uh her ancestor on Porum. Um, Kanaya is, like, flustered and really, uh, nervous about talking to, to Porum, um, which is a, a interesting detail, um, made maybe a little bit weirder, uh, by, uh, Mina immediately teasing her on, like, um, uh, well, Kanaya herself, like, admitting, like, she feels kind of the same way about talking to Porm that she felt nervous about talking to Rose, who Mina teases and it kind of is brought up that Rosemary may or may not be real behind the scenes at this Whoa! point. Whoa! Whoa! Cool. Good. These bitches gay. Good for them. So true. <laughs> <laughs> gay rights. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, <laughs> listeners. A whole stuck podcast is pro-gay. <laughs> Hell yes, um, but yeah, it's it's. I, I remember this like got a little bit of traction also, um, like when this initially came out. I'm not uh, surprised. With, uh, hmm? I said I'm not surprised. Yeah, um, with uh, the the whole like conniving flustered around porn thing, it's it's a little bit strange. Um, I would like to see what their interaction actually looks like. Uh. Because the, the the vaguely alien incestuous implication is like a little bit eyebrow, ra- eyebrow raising. Yeah, 
I, I kind of, but also, I, I kinda, I kinda, it's troll. They're trolls. I kind of took it more as Kanaya just has trouble talking to people she admires. Uh-huh. Uh, and I mean, like, yeah, the way the way it is set up, the the her admiration for Rose, you know, it's there. Uh, so it really does have a precedent for making you kind of want to read the forum stuff that way. But uh-huh. I don't know if that's intended. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, that, I'm, that's why I say I would like to see what Dark Interaction actually looks like. I'm not I'm not saying that I'm desperately thirsty for Miriam Sest yeah, here. That's I, not I, what I, I meant I, to Yeah, I know. Not. I know. It exists in a gray zone because, like, Hussey would be the one to, like, take the incest jokes further. Because mm-hmm. uh, he does it at multiple points in the comic from this point mm-hmm. forward. Uh, but... I mean, we've had all of the, like, the the the, the Strider incest jokes it, recently, It right? doesn't it's stop like... happening. It, it, there, there, there's, <laughs> there's an incest joke within the last, like, 200 pages of the comic. So, like, it, we love, it doesn't we love go away. By we love to see it, I mean we love to, to acknowledge it and then move on as fast as we possibly can. And that's exactly what we're gonna do right now. You're so right. Um... Kanaya will also uh, not join Mina's ghost army. Um, she initially seemed she 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 feigns like she's pretty on board, um, and then uh, kind of bobs and weaves and is like, "No, nah, actually, you suck, and I'm not gonna go with you." Um, so you know, great stuff. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Again, I just wanted to say like you know, Kanaya and Mina, a uh, fucking wonderful dialogue, really really fun stuff. Yeah. Um, shout out to Kanaya for being a great character. Um, let's see. Uh, what else? Uh, there's another felt juju. Um, there's the oven, um, which moves forward in time at exactly one second per second. Um, still a funny joke. Um, I mean, it into Dave. Um, Dave, like I said earlier, another character who benef- who's like personality is enhanced so much by having like a, a visual indicator of his tone. Um, Dave, uh, also continues to have ancestor issues. Um, uh, he gets kind of, he gets a little bit, um, maybe not defensive, but, like, uh, a little bit weird when, um, the, when, when, uh, the, the topic of Dirk is breached, uh, gets a little bit, like, yeah, a little bit defensive or aggressive when Amina mentions that she high-fived him, um, without Dave knowing. Um, yeah, um, a a little bit, uh, I don't even want to say, it's not, it's not weird. Dave having bro issues is, like, the least, the most in-character thing in the comic. Yeah. Uh, but, but it does continue to be there. Um, Dave, uh, he, he, he expresses this by saying, like, um, he says he feels like your, like, your ancestors like this weird power over you. Like, even if, um... You might, even if, like, the relationship really might not be there, like, there's somebody to measure yourself up to, and, like, you always have to compare yourself to them. Um, Mina is just kind of like, nah, my, my ancestry was fucking lame. The only person I have to measure myself up to is, uh, see Hitler me from the other universe, and Dave's like, damn, that's crazy. Um, the conversation, there's another conversation, uh, with Dave, um, 
Dave would rather tweet than go fight Lord English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it rules. The, the Dave e-bubbles are really good. Should we explain the the reference? Do people know what horse e-books is anymore? Um, I don't, I, don't, do. I, don't, I don't know. It's been a while since horse e-books stopped posting. Do you know, like, what happened there? No. I know something happened, but I, I don't know what happened. Is it okay if I ruin horse ebooks for you uh, and everybody who's listening? Okay, first of all, I think we should explain what horse ebooks is to everyone. Okay. So go ahead and do that. Um, so, I don't know what year this was. Um, it was definitely a thing in like 2011, 2012. Yeah. Um, I remember vividly. Um, horse ebooks uh, was slash is, a tw- I believe it's still up, yeah. a Twitter account um, that the uh the premise of it was that it was like a a bot account set up by like an online book retailer that was malfunctioning and would just spit out random chunks of text from from ebooks um and it was like one of the the big breakthroughs of like ironic random humor into the mainstream on twitter um and it got a pretty big amount of traction um it was uh it was pretty funny at times um but uh, the whole the whole gimmick was like it was just like this 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 bot gone wrong um that would just spit random bullshit into the void yeah i just so, I, I just looked it up and it started in 2010 uh 2010 okay yeah, that makes sense 18.8 thousand tweets uh up until yeah, 2013 Jesus um so yeah the 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 dave e thing is like a reference to that um this was this flash was in 2012. Yeah, correct. Yes. Um. So this would be like the the peak of like horse ebooks jokes. Um. So that, that's that. This is what the reference. Um. For ruining horse ebooks for you. Um. I don't remember the full details, but I know that one, it was not ever automated. Um. This was pointed out by many uh horse ebooks critics back in the day. Um, but you could always tell that all of the tweets on it were made through the Twitter web app. Um, there was not, like, a bot yeah, source. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, there was still some magic to it. The magic kind of, like, fizzled when um, it turned out to be, like, part of this weird, like, flop ARG um, that turned out to be really dumb and uh, bad. Um, I'm not, I, I don't remember the, the whole details of it. I just remember it being a gigantic disappointment when like it, it, the ARG, like, like people, like it, 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 the big reveal happened. It turned out that, um, not only was it lame, um, and like a, a viral promotion for something, uh, but horse eBooks was implicated. Damn. Um, so yeah. Uh, there's there's like YouTube videos about it if you look up like what happened like what, the deal with horsey books. I will I will probably um, watch something about it. Yeah, it's really tragic. Um, it's a it's a good uh reminder that everything is bullshit. Um, and fun doesn't exist. Um, anyway, uh, okay. So Dave is tweeting. Uh, Dave is having more fun tweeting than he wants to, than being a hero. Um, which is a deeply relatable thing, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's uh, there, there's but he he brings up his kind of like reluctant hero, uh, whole shtick, right? 
um, and how uh, he's he's so reluctant um, that he's begun to question uh, the the uh, his real role as the reluctant hero trope, and he's like, man, this is this is just so bullshit that I don't know if I even properly fit this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, Dave, Dave's in Dave is in increasingly going insane. Um. This this trend is continuing from the last time we saw him on the ship. On the meteor. Um, yeah. Uh, what's going on with this guy? Who knows? Poor guy. Poor guy. I love him, but, uh, you know, he's clearly been going, he's clearly had better times. Um, he's still funny, though. Uh, True. True. <laughs> meteor insanity has only made him funnier. Um, Mina attempts to be Dave. Dave is like, hey, no. Uh, which is great. Um, let's see. Uh, did you know gaming moment? Um, th- there's a chest to the left of Dave that Hussey pops out of. And if you, like, get to the left of it in a, on, on, in a certain way and you open it, you can get, like, pushed into the, in, in out, out of bounds and soft locked. You need to restart Whoa. the whole thing. So that's fun. Whoa. That's, that's fun. Um, let's see. Moving on. Okay. Moving on to room three of the Flash. This is the big it's one. The nightmare Realm. <laughs> This is this is the nightmare zone. We're we're exiting the dream bubbles and entering the nightmare bubbles. Um let's see. Uh so I just want to call out here that my notes on this page, um I I, I make some item notes. Um and then the next line of text after this is just just fuck me. Just fuck me. Um so the items I want to call at the very start of the room. Uh, there's another. There's the egg timer, Juju. Um, there's the the crowbar, crowbar's crowbar, um, which is described as a Juju breaker, an extremely rare to non-existent item. Um, probably important. Let's remember that. Um, and also the uh, there's a a suffer necklace. Um, apparently, uh, Arani got really into the tale of the signless. Um, as did several others in Mina's group. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's that. Um, and then we run into Cancri. My god. <laughs> give me your Cancri takes. Um. Just, just, just give me them. Okay. Before, before, before we get into the Cancri takes, I think it's worth talking about, like, what trolls are. And, like... Mm-hmm what Hussey wrote them to be. Um, I think we touched on this uh, back when the trolls were first introduced. Maybe mm-hmm. we didn't. Um, we did. We did? Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure we did. But it's 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 been like 20, 35 episodes since then, yeah, so yeah. It, it couldn't hurt um, to have a refresher. So, every troll is... Well, at least the kid trolls. I don't. I don't. I don't think this can be applied to the 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 ancestors because they're they're obviously more complex uh, and adults. Uh, but but the shitty teen trolls, uh, they are meant to be archetypes of like the types of people you you find online. Like they are supposed stereotypes yeah. or like caricatures. Yeah, yeah. they are trolls. Um, you know, Carcass Car- the one who never stops yelling at you. Uh, Gamzee is 
the juggalo. <laughs> um, uh, but but pretty much pretty much every troll can be applied to 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 a type of person, a stereotype of uh, t- types of people you can find online. Um, but the thing is, when Hussey made the first set of trolls, they were based on like kind of like outdated ish archetypes, because like. I don't know. The, the early Homestuck feels like it was based on like an older version of the internet from the point in time where Hussey was writing, but open bound, as you can tell with the the Tumblr aesthetic and the the new set of trolls, it, it is it is it is brought into the current day, and and he he very much attempted to try to make the 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 archetypes of of current day tumblr i guess uh for all current of them. day 2012 current day 2012 um and he also kind of like only with a few of them because some of them aren't as over the top as the others but some of them are very much like overblown stereotypes uh yeah cankry being probably one of the biggest offenders um maybe the poster child for yeah. this specific phenomenon. Yeah, he is he, he is kind of the first one you really meet that mm-hmm. that 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 represents this this archetypal type of writing. Um but uh 2012 uh the I, <laughs> the the year that SJWs came into existence. Um yeah. <laughs> uh so that's what Cancri is. Uh, he, he is the, the token SJW, uh, hyper-woke, uh, character. Identity politics obsessed, uh, high word count using. Yeah. Um. Um. It's, he's definitely aged, like, really bad. Like, he aged bad the second that he came into existence. He did age, yeah, he aged bad, like, five minutes after... After this flash dropped, Hussey Hussey uh. wrote Cankry's name on paper, and and Cankry as a concept immediately became outdated. Um, yeah, it curdled. Um, but I feel like because like we we've we've heard about before in society, like uh-huh. the the way that that we've heard about before in society, it. It sounds like there wouldn't be like like the way that his friends seems like tired of him. Uh, it doesn't seem like the type of character that Cankri is. It doesn't seem like the kind of person would really exist on before in society. Uh, my my big problem with him is that like it's very hard to like pinpoint exactly the things that he's saying because it's dealing with the hemo spectrum and it's hussy just threw buzzwords into everything cankry said it's just constant buzzwords yeah and it's applied to things something that is already like kind of difficult to get a grasp on and it talks about it in a way that the the pun intended is really alienating and it's hard to parse and i feel like Cankery could have been good if Hussey just toned it down a bit. Like, what do you mean by good? Hmm. 
What do I mean by good? Um. Hmm. Do you mean like uh, he could have been like a more interesting character, or like he could like, um, his ideas might have been more like digestible and agreeable? Yeah. Or like the second one, maybe. Because hmm. I I spent a little bit of time. I actually went and I read the first uh like the first monologue he spews at Carcat. Um, I guess we can do that here. Um, but like, it, he he's basically saying like. Listen, I know that, like, from what you've heard, like, you might think that before in society would was, like, ut- a utopia compared to what you had. Um, and that would be true, but there were a lot of systemic injustices involved. Um, just, and these might be endemic to a caste system. Which is, like, you know, when you filter it down to that many words, uh, you can be like, yeah, I think that maybe having a caste system, no matter how benevolent your upper castes may be, it might produce some kind of injustice yeah um the the issue is that every not even every other word like one of three words is like not some kind of buzzword like there's the the epic triggers meme um that that is every third word is trigger or trigger warning um and it's so tiring yeah he says check your privilege about a hundred thousand times. Um, and like, as somebody who like thought who like in 2014 thought that like anti SGW humor was funny and is now like deeply ashamed of it and grateful that I managed to grow and mature as a person. This is just like nailing. This is just like a hammer, like driving nails into my cranium. Um, this is the worst. It's so, painfully unfunny yeah um like i think i got derailed there i think i was i had another thought and then i just got distracted by how much this is painful yeah um i think it's very clear that kankri was written to be annoying like mm-hmm. Karkat yes. can be a bit annoying sometimes he's supposed to be like a more intolerable version of Karkat. but we've had like thousands of pages to, to meet Karkat yeah. and get to know him yeah. and get to know what makes him tick. Yeah. But... And we've grown to love him in that time. Yeah. And I... It, it, it's just the fact that Kenkri is so clearly written to be annoying, but the way that Hussey writes him to be annoying, it's like the worst way to go about it. I feel like you can... <laughs> you can write... A, a, if, if Hussey is, is so determined to go through with this every troll has to be a character of, of of some type of person that exists on the internet i i think you can go the the i'm gonna i'm gonna mess with the the sjw uh caricature and and make the character annoying but i think you can do it better than this because it's it tries so hard and i don't know why it tries so hard because like it doesn't it doesn't need to <laughs> like i i agree that's a really good way of putting it it doesn't need to try this hard right like if you want to rag on like uh like a teen like a 16 year old who like thinks they're the wokest thing on the planet um they just just go all in on the part where kankri tries to cancel jesus right yeah like just go all in on that he doesn't have to he doesn't have to speak in an encyclopedia 
Uh, you can just make him be really, like, snappy and dismissive and, like, close-minded to Porum's viewpoint. Um, th- no, no teenager types this, ma- no teenager types or typed this many words when this was made. Um, and I get that, that somebody, that, that, like, somebody saying demi-romantic privilege is really annoying, um, but that doesn't mean that you have to take that and make Cancri say, uh, pan-quadrant demi-romantic romantic privilege. You don't have to make it longer-winded. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I feel like part of it is that this was written in 2012, which I, I'm not gonna do the research for it. I, I feel like this predates, like, SJW-owned compilations. I, um, maybe... I don't know if it predates it um but i i am very confident in saying that like 2014 gamergate was the the height of that kind of thing and so this was on the ramp up somewhere yeah closer to the beginning than it was the apex like us living in a in a post 2015 world uh which i feel like is when it was at its worst i feel like whenever i went on youtube it was like Everywhere, SJW owned compilations, feminist owned compilations. Every, every every YouTube thumbnail had the angry lady with the red hair in it. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it it makes it age even worse. And and <laughs> I, I I I genuinely feel like if if Hussey had spent more time thinking out the 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 Dancesters. Spe- specific ones. We're definitely going to get to others that I feel like could have mm-hmm. been. <laughs> he definitely should have spent more time thinking out. Uh, but but definitely with Cancri, I feel like Cancri could have been better. Yeah, because I, th- as much as it pains me to say it, I think that there is something interesting, like with Cancri, right? Yeah. Um, because like, uh. There, there is like something there to the idea that like Kankri has kind of zeroed in on um on certain issues that uh, he feels very passionately about um to the degree where yeah. like what he's saying is effectively nonsense to everybody else. Like the 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 line that I wrote down that just like I was like oh my god this is the most annoying man alive um was like he was talking to Carcat about the their their blood color um and how um having uh having a mutant blood color um apologies for ableist slurs uh like gives them a uniquely underprivileged privilege of being able to under like empathize with people more and i was like like there's something there with being like so up your own ass that you've just completely lost perspective on what you're saying yeah um because that's like a phenomenon i mean i i I, I it, it's 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 true. Like people lose sight of what they're talking about. Um, and I, I think that like it's a little bit and like Kankri is clearly um drawn out to be like somebody who is not as disadvantaged as they might want to be. Yeah, like Kankri. Kankri is saying this all to Carcat, who would actually have just been murdered if his blood color were found out. Um, yeah, growing up, and that's like the that's the irony of it. Yeah. Um. So, the one one of the other problems that I have with Kankri is that Hussey just he with with troll world building he 
he he he introduces world building in areas where it doesn't need to exist. And mm-hmm. I feel like the biggest evidence of that is the phrase cis blooded. I don't know how to unpack that. I I feel like with with the way that he's written the trolls, with the cast system, and the fact that we with the like way trolls reproduce, we don't really have a grasp on like what gender means for trolls. And mm-hmm. and to introduce the concept of of cis blooded and and by by association trans blooded I, it's so hard to unpack. Like what? Why? I. It, <laughs> I mean, like it. It makes complete sense that that would be a thing. Like in a society that was completely dictated by like your blood color, like, and where each caste has a different like societal structure and role in society, it would make complete sense that some individuals would break out of that, break out of those norms. Um, I. I would love to be introduced to this concept by somebody other than Kankri. Yeah. It's just... Ah. ah. And the, 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 the obvious take, the elephant in the room, um, is that, you know, it just feels really fucking weird that, like, a, a 30-year-old man, like, wrote, like, di- labored over this exhausting dialogue just to own teenagers online like get a life andrew <laughs> come the fuck on man this is so lame yeah i i, I, <laughs> I can get behind that right hussy animosity in, in within homestuck is like cranked up to 11 here like jesus fucking christ dude um okay we'll, we'll get back to kanker when we get to porn i think but i think that we should push on yeah. to uh to latula yeah. um i would i I don't think that Kankri actually says... We covered what Kankri said when, just now. Um, to Karkat. Karkat is... Throughout this whole thing, Karkat is, like, just staring slack-jawed at him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is... It, it, it is it is truly remarkable that we finally have a, a character who has gotten Karkat to shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we next find Latula. Um... The the in your face rad power gaming girl spelled G R L. Yes. Um. What a character we are introduced to here. Um. What what do you make of Latula? I. I think she is one of the like least offending. <laughs> before in trolls she just kind of exists she's a cool skater girl she's cool like characters like her have existed before and will continue to exist forever she's just she's just there <laughs> yeah um we we got it we get a couple of a juicy details um apparently uh she's she's got a red thing going on with uh with uh Captor, whomever that may be, Solix's ancestor. Yeah. Um, which uh will 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 uh come up, I'm sure, uh very shortly for us. Um and she 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 calls Mina a paycheck, which is I think a really cute nickname. Um, and kind of forced me to force me to confront the reality that you're supposed to pronounce it Paychees. <laughs> it happens. Um yeah, she doesn't want to join the ghost army because she's too busy skating, uh, which I respect a lot. Good for her. A Good lot, for her. 
Um, let's see. Um, and then we run to Porim, um, who is a he's I think Porim is one of the is probably the most interesting before intro that we're we're given here yeah. today. Yeah. Um. I, let's see. Um. Before I before I ask you what you think of Porim, uh, in general, um, I just want to shout out her one line, uh, where she says, um, nothing quite prepares you, uh, for the afterlife being an infinite echo chamber of teen drama. Um, that that line in particular, it, it made me stop and think, and it, it particularly about how like in 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 open bound the. The dream bubbles are kind of a, not kind of, they're, they're Tumblr. And the, I don't know if you tried it, but I discovered because of the, the transcript that I found that like uh, the blue button that appears at the end of every conversation can be clicked mm-hmm. at, at, yeah. and, and you rebubble it. And it has, it has funny, funny lines, but I don't know. It made me think about how like, do, do, do you think of, do you ever think about how many dead people have like posted online and their posts are just there forever. Oh, I didn't that didn't make me think of that. I that's what I thought about. I was like is that is that what Hussey's going for with this? cuz the 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 infinite echo chamber with with dead teens. Like that's going to be Tumblr one day. Like yeah. there's going to be all these these call out posts, kin drama, all this shit from shitty teens. And they're gonna be dead. It's just gonna be there until Tumblr goes down one day, and it it, Shit. it, it made me sad because <laughs> there's already instances of like that of like like early two thousands yeah. message boards and, and forums like that's already happening. the The internet is just becoming a tomb of 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 dead discourse. Yeah, I didn't even think of that, but that's that's fucking depressing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Wow. It's so fucked up. Jesus Christ. Um fuck, dude. Uh what even was I? Uh Porum. I was, gonna, I was just gonna say I was just gonna say that it, it, it's funny to imagine that like hell is just Tumblr University. Ah! <laughs> Going to the, the, the British men class and, and learning about British men. Good time. <laughs> with cheekbones with cheekbones i forgot the cheekbones yeah very important detail um but yeah um i am gonna hand i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this one at you what do you think of porn uh very loaded question because i i immediately think back to like like when i was first reading holes i was like wow porum hot <laughs> I, I, yes, I had this. I had the same experience as a little baby. Because you put you put funny gray alien girl with tattoos, and it makes fifteen year old John go auga. <laughs> Booba. Booba. <laughs> um. <laughs> but Porm is interesting, uh, especially compared to Kankri. Uh, I feel like she's meant to be the opposite. "Quote unquote." Of, what's the word I'm looking for? A foil. They're foils. Yeah. Um. What am I trying to say? Uh. 
Purim cool. <laughs> yeah, it it seems to me it seems to me like Purim is well, I don't even know if I can say it seems like Purim is like kind of cast as like the the old the more adult uh reasonable uh version of Kang yeah, in, in many ways. That's that's the words I was looking for. Um which I I have really mixed feelings about because I I I got the impression she was really cool from this reading. Um I like her a lot. Um but also again, it just feels so weird that like 30 whatever year old Andrew Hussey like have has wrote this dichotomy um in in this flash where you have the the angry uh, not even the 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 long-winded, passive-aggressive, weird dickhead um, SJW versus the the cool, uh, more reasoned, uh, wiser uh, feminist uh, lady, um, and like you know at at least like at least like Porum isn't like a, an anti SJW character like that would. That would just be the worst thing ever, right? If if <laughs> the the reasoned alternative to to Cankery was like Porim, uh, saying like, well, actually, men do face much higher suicide rates um, and the horrors of family court. <laughs> um, so we were spared. We were spared one. We were spared a darker timeline, but it feels weird. Um, but at the same time, Porim does like. Porum is like a a much a seemingly like much wiser like worldly character. Yeah. Um who I found very enjoyable. Um and I don't I don't know if Porum is also supposed to be annoying or if she's just supposed to be cool because I just thought she was cool. I yeah, I just thought she was cool too. I uh listeners, if if we are misreading Porum and you have a a deeper understanding on how she's supposed to be annoying. Please reach out to us. Yeah, please. Um, because I, I find this very, very, very interesting. Very interesting phenomenon. Um, it potentially an exercise of me having grown up since I was uh like a a, a young shitlord. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Porum Por- Por- is 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 definitely a character. Um. The the the, the first thing that she does when uh when when Mina encounters her is just um to to dunk on Cankery a little bit um for for being uh very for, for indulging himself in his in his righteous suffering. She calls him the insufferable, which is a, a good dig. <laughs> um but she suggests that uh Mina go find the god tears first because maybe they might be more uh receptive to going to to fight uh, an indestructible demon. Yeah. Um there at this point we start to actually be able to switch around and be other characters um so you, we uh we we be poor him um then we immediately talk to mina again um where we get our we, we get our first real like uh conversation on like poor like uh poor him as a a character with a political ideology or a sociopolitical ideology which is that um the first thing she does is a uh, note to Mina, um, Lord English slash Caliborn's unique patriarchal bent. Yes. Um, what with, what with, um, you know, having this murderous obsession with his sister, uh, enslaving, um, the notable women from the, from, uh, the Alternian, 
uh timeline. Yes. Uh and this this really pisses off uh Mina. Um to a degree that even Poor was a little bit freaked out by her her anger. Um I'm glad that uh that Caliborn being a weird little freak who hates women is not incidental. Yeah, this is this, this, um, this is exactly what I was talking about like last episode where I was like there's 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 reasoning as as, as to why he is like that mm-hmm. strap in and I, I I forgot that it, the, the turnaround on that was so quick. I I didn't expect it to happen next episode. Yeah, and I and I um yeah. It's I don't want to say it's like comforting because like man Kakri's just so fucking, like, such a fucking badly executed, uh, thing in the story. But, like, you know, it's a little bit, it's, it's, given what the internet can be like these days, you know, it's a little bit, uh, of a relief that the story still seems to side with, uh, misogyny being bad. Yeah. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Thank God. Um, modern day Twitter has just, like, prepped me for, like, one of these characters to start, like, spewing FBI crime statistics or something. <laughs> um, we still have, like, two more big flashes left. It could happen, but I uh, will see. <laughs> um, okay, we're, okay. So, yeah, uh, there's, there, the, the bit brought up with, um, Caliborn, uh, being a, being a sexist little freak. Or a sexist big freak. Um... But yeah, uh, little gameplay stuff, um, talk to, uh, conversation between, um, Latula and Porim is really interesting as well. Um, and this is kind of where we start to really dig into the discourse here, um, where, uh, they're clearly, like, friends. Yeah. Right? Um, like, they get along well. Um, but there's this interesting thing raised where, um... Porum kind of takes issue with the way that Latula portrays herself. Um, where, like, Latula's whole, her whole deal is that she works really hard on this image of herself as, like, the radical, uh, gamer girl who's gonna prove that, uh, she can, she can do it as well as the guys can. Yeah. Um, and Porum kind of takes issue with this because it it screams like overcompensating yeah um and uh it 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 kind of like just is your base like she says like she, i think she says literally like you're kind of creating a, a character that should only exist in a straw man um which is uh i think this is this is the 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 conversation that kind of leads me to think that this might be that Porum might be supposed to be more annoying than I th- than uh than I find her, um because I don't necessarily like that line either. I think that like, um, male feminist woman. I think that like an important part of like you know empowering women is like giving them the the choice to act however they like and, and if they act in a way that like if they act in a different way like that's fine. Like they can choose to act that way. Yeah. Um, so that, that comment there is just kind of what leads me, like, ma- gives me a creeping suspicion that maybe Porum is also supposed to be a little bit, seen as a little bit, uh, like, of a crazy SJW. Um. Maybe. But, other, but like, the, the, the conversation, it doesn't, like, get aggressive, it doesn't get 
uh bad. Yeah. Like, uh, it just kind of ends with Latula being like, I don't like that implication. I don't like the I don't like the idea that that would be what I'm doing here. Um, but I think that you have a point in that uh keeping up this image is really stressful at times. Um. And uh, she could probably afford to be her like just be more openly herself sometimes. Yeah. Um, which is you know like this this it it it, it kind of becomes difficult where uh it's like where does the where does the tumbler start and where does the tumbler end and like just the teenage self image shit begin right. right. Um, so I, I just wanted to bring that up because I think it's a, it, it, it's, it's something strange, um, that I wasn't quite sure how to read. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like, this is where I, like, write down, like, it feels weird that, that Porm is, like, the mouthpiece for the voice of reason here, um, and, like, I get it. Like her analysis seems a lot less bogged down with the bullshit that Kankri is, um. But like, why does Kankri need to be there? Yeah. Um. Speaking of which, um, we you can go and talk to uh, Kankri as Latula. Um, and this is a little bit where this is where like the side of Kankri as like just a shitty teenager really starts to rear its head, right? Yeah. Um, cause, uh, Latula talks to Kankri, um, he, he, he says, he makes an offhand comment, like, something stunk, um, and then, uh, he really just drags out his apology, um, of being like, oh, I'm sorry, I've committed an inexcusable microaggression towards you, um, I, I could have just reminded you of traumatic memories in your past, and that would have been horrible. So I'm so sorry that I did that. And it's just like, oh, this is just the most passive-aggressive thing I've ever read. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, may, maybe this guy is is not only just a mouthpiece for... Not only just a, a, an annoying caricature, but maybe he's also just kind of a little shit. Um... And then that is kind of confirmed when you when you be Kankri and you talk to Latula, and you have the, the 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 second conversation between them, and like, wow, it's creepy. Yeah. Um. It, it it's basically Kankri is just like uh, you know you know Latula. I'm really glad you know I w- I've been thinking about how uh Karkat and Terezi had their whole weird. Uh, their their whole weird romantic tension that's still not over, and their 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 signs of uh vacillation, um, just really seems awkward and tough. And you know, I'm really glad that you and I uh were w- w- are such great friends. Um, and we never did that. Um, and now I'm going to list off all of these like obsessive small details about you and the way you act, and just how awesome it is that being friends give me the opportunity to see these things. And the whole time I'm sitting here reading this, and I'm like screaming. Um, and it's just the worst. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it's creepy. Um, Kankri's kind of a little shit, uh, besides him being, like, the, the annoying SJW. Um, 
And then we get we we kind of get the uh, the the apotheosis of these two things. Um, I, I I'm hundred percent sure I used that word wrong, but I just wanted to use it because it's a good word. Uh, we we get the synthesis of these two ideas. Um, when we go and we talk to Porum as Cancri. Um, and this is yeah, this is this is the, 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 these two things coming together. Um. So, Cancri goes to Porum and he's like. Listen, you're not my mom, and I want to thank you for not uh, butting in on my sermons to my new friends who want to listen to my ideas. <laughs> I don't need you policing what I tell people. Um, which is just, like, so, like, I'm just... Uh, uh, uh. He's supposed to be, like, a little weird little child. He's got grub sauce on his face, uh, and... And he's getting it on his sweater that that Purim knitted for him, um, and he's just like, "You're not my mom," and like she's his mom. It's so weird. Um, and then the 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 discourse element of it is uh, that um, Cancri doesn't want to address sexism in his uh, in his sermons in like his 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 in what he espouses yeah. um because there are so many other issues we have to get to first and uh it, it it would it would it would just it would be too much for the people who want to listen to him um which is like such obvious bullshit right yeah um like part of Cancri's monologues has been like getting into the minutia of like being demi-romantic or whatever the hell that means and he's just saying and, and he's like listen i don't want to talk about sexism i i have these lofty idea i have these lofty reasons for why i don't want to talk about sexism but you know i don't want to talk about sexism mom woman cancri <laughs> hates women you, you've heard it here he first. might he might a little bit i'm not saying he doesn't um uh, he's he's a 16 year old boy yeah uh uh, <laughs> I know better than anybody. Being a sixteen-year-old boy is often laden with issues revolving uh, around women. Um, but yeah, it, it it's th- this is kind of like the this is like where I I I, lo- I take a step back and I'm like, listen, Porum is really cool, and um, I I I kind of like that, like the the idea of somebody whose analysis is incomplete, um, is 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 being brought up here because this is like a big leap forward for like the political discourse in the comic yeah. in terms of like what topics are being broached because like, that's a real thing like it, we you see it today you see it on the internet like some people will come with this big sociopolitical analysis of like the of 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 society and politics and they will and like there will be like some element excluded like you know class or race yeah, or gender yeah, definitely um and you know like it it feels cool that we're here but why is it fucking cancry <laughs> yeah yeah the, this, this is what i was talking I about cancry could have been better he yeah yeah Sucks. I think that that's about all I have to say about Cancri for this reading. That's fine. Yeah, we can move on. Um, t- t- we can finally we can finally move on. Oh, oh, one more thing about Porum. Um, before before we leave this um this this room. Um, before we leave the Flash. Um. 
somebody's fucking backing up a truck in the alley outside. It's going to pick up my mic. It's going to sound like shit. Um, the, one of the things about Porn that keeps getting brought up is that she is like, she's slept around with her friends a lot. Good for her. Um, good. For, uh, yes. Uh, my, 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 my take is good for her. I'm not sure if the comics take is good for her. Yeah. Um, it, it, it might be. I can't really pick up a vibe from it. I don't know if I really should preoccupy myself worrying about it. Um, because, you know, you have a group of, like, 16-year-olds and some of them are going to be more judgmental than others. Yeah. Um, the, the ones we encountered, um, I don't think that there was any... If there was an allusion to it when she talked to Kankri, I don't know if... I don't think... I didn't write it down. Um, and I don't want to talk about it. Um, because I'm done talking about Kankri for today. Um, but, you know, when she talks to, uh, to Latula and Mina about it, I think it's broached with both of them. And their Mina is this kind of like dude, awesome. Um, and Latula also just seems to be like, like sure, like great. Um, so it's not like, it's not like uh, really made fun of, but the fact that it's there, um, it's just kind of sitting there, right. and I don't know what to make of it. Um. Cause you know we we've had our jokes we've had our fun in the comic but like there's not really oh, there's there's not really been anything where it's like yeah this person has a lot of sex with a lot of different people before this is a new yeah this is a big new one yeah. for for us um so the the, the truck is backing <laughs> yeah up it, yeah the truck is definitely so backing sorry. up um oh yeah it's God. it's definitely just there uh. Maybe yeah. maybe more will be said about it we when we meet more of their friends in the next two flashes, but uh who knows? Oh oh yeah. The the, the sex stuff is only just beginning. <laughs> um and it's probably as good as it's ever gonna get uh in open bound today. Um Alright. Let, let's let's push on, aren't you? Sure. Um it's it's even like <laughs> the yeah the, the the last one uh the last bunch of that is like um when Mina's talking to Arani at the end of it and uh, we're getting the lore dumps the, the exposition dumps um I didn't have anything noted down from those um I don't know if you had anything important for them but like there is there is like a mention that like uh Arania and Porim uh were sleeping together at some point and uh, Mina's very uh, enticed by this yeah um so like yeah. Uh, it, it's a little bit weird. Um, um, hold on, let me let me skim through my notes to see if there's anything else. Because uh, we are we are here at the end of the flash, surprisingly. Oh, uh, there's there's a little bit of car cut stuff. I wanna I wanna I wanna call out. All right, the car cut stuff. Um, yeah, because uh, the, the the way that you exit the flash is that um, Mina goes and and fetches she she, she distracts Cankery so she can get Carcat, um, and then Carcat can go and open the memory door. Uh, leading to the other part of the dream bubble, um, because those are his memories, and he's very private about them. Um, but the, 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 the car cat moment is the passage to the door is, uh, if I hate myself so much, why don't I hate marrying myself? Um, which he's very embarrassed about, um, he's not happy that he had to disclose this to Mina, and, uh, when confronted, he says, uh, it reminds him of an old friend. Man. Um... This is such a car cat moment. Yeah. 
I I love this guy. Poor Carcat. Um, but yeah. Um, that that's we we've made it through our first chunk of open bound. Um, th- th- there's one Easter egg though. Oh. Uh, one one Easter egg that I know you probably missed because you had to go out of your way to get. It. I didn't find out about it until I read through this transcript. But mm-hmm. uh, as you recall, at the at the beginning. Hussy, Hussy said, if, if you bring me a horse, I'll, I, I will be yours forever. Um, uh, and at, oh. at some point, you, you pick up a, a horse hitcher. And the, the thing that Doc Scratch tied in the Yeah. Arm. Yeah. And if you take that to Hussy, uh, he will follow you around. And he will also hit on Mina. And it's kind of weird. Oh, great. Uh, we get the line... So, uh, hey, do you come here often? Hashtag Vriska who? And it's very weird, and I don't like it. <laughs> very weird. Um, but then he follows you, and, and then if you go to the end, through, through, the, through the final door, because the door locks behind you. Like, once mm-hmm. once you go through the car cat door, uh, it closes, and you can't leave. Uh, but if you take Hussy there, uh, you will get a horse calendar. <laughs> you, you get a 2010 spirited horse calendar. Uh, awesome. And the the description for it is you flip through it and yep, Hearts Boxcars is still farming all those goddamn horses. Ha- <laughs> hashtag fucking pain in the red cheeks. That's a good throwback. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. Yeah. We've and we've made it. We've made it out of the first chunk of open bound. We're out. How does it feel, John? Oh, it 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 feels horrible knowing that we're not to the worst parts yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Tankry's just like a taste test. Like he's a free sample. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I mean, you haven't. You don't even like know what Demara's translated dialogue is yet. I don't. Like you don't, you've <laughs> don't. never you've never known what that. I'm is. gonna have to read everything Cronus ever said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking horse. Yeah. Um. Matuna is there. I don't think Matuna's that bad. Maybe I, he's I, aged poorly. I, I know it's. I I would I would I would bet all of my money that he is aged poorly. Uh, I I just remember him as being cool and hard to read. <laughs> uh, he's. I, I was a big fan of of Latula and Matuna back in the day. Matuna, I I remember I, the, my memory of him is that it th- there may or may not be some like earth shattering ableism. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. That's probably there. Uh, we'll, but, we'll confront that when we get to it. We'll get there next. We'll get there next week. Maybe it's the maybe it's the um, week after that. You don't know. Uh, maybe it's the week after. I don't. I don't uh, man. Uh, <laughs> but we're a third of the way through. Uh, well, with the flashes at least. But um, yeah, yeah. It, and I want to reiterate, like this is like the this is the most polarizing like anything in this comic has gotten for me there because like, there are people who like love the dancesters and think there are like no issues with them and i i don't know what's going on there but but yes polarizing i could i, could, I, I can kind of understand that perspective um but like uh, i think that they're a fun idea i can i can understand why you would like them a lot yeah um I don't know if I, I I I'm sure somebody out there thinks they're it's flawless. Um, but I'm I'm pretty sure that I, I I'm confident that most people don't think that. But like I can understand this being your favorite part of the comic. Um, but like yeah, like 
the the dichotomy between like Dave and Rose and Kanaya showing up and just being just being great here is like it's wonderful. And then it's like, oh, here's like half an hour of Kankri dialogues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we, that's that's the first page of this reading. Wow. <laughs> I bet the rest are just as long. It felt very silly, like like writing down all the notes. Because the way I way I write my notes is uh I write one big bullet point per page, and then I mm-hmm. write like what page that bullet point is for at the end. And it felt very silly to write, hold on, uh, one half, one, one half, two, two um, a little over two full pages of, of stuff. And then just to write at the end of that giant block of text, 5263. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I usually put like my, the, the page number first, um, so I can have like a timeline kind of on my, on my notebook pages. Yeah. Um, uh, but for this one, like, I just did it by room, and then room three is, like, two full pages. Man. Uh, but yeah. Um, but we're out. We're out. <laughs> yeah. The, the the latter part of this reading is, um, is, is, is pretty short. Um, but again, I, I, this is the part that I actually liked a lot. Like, yeah. no reservations about it, really. Um... So, we, 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 we rejoin on the ship... Um, two years into its journey, it is once again John's birthday. Let's go. Um, but uh, trouble in paradise, as it would seem. Um, we, we zoom in on the planets. We zoom in on on the land of wind and shade, and we zoom in on the the base of John's house where it all started. And Jade and John are sitting in the living room, uh, watching. Con Air on the TV on, on a projector of some kind. Um, no, it's a TV. It's a TV. I don't know. It, it looks like it's projected um, on the one page. Um, but it's it's the rays of the TV is they're basking in its glow. Um, before we get to the dialogue, I I love the way that like Hussey like edits gifts to be this like weird weird like hyperactive movement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's really something. Um. Anyway, um, John and Jade watching Con Air, and John just has this moment where he he's like, Jade, I just realized something. This movie fucking sucks. Wrong. Wrong. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. But this is an important character moment. Yeah, it is. I think. Um, it's this. This is really interesting. So, John just pops off and he's he, he he starts to just voice this difficulty as we just you know i used to love this movie but but now i don't i feel embarrassed about it. i feel like a dope about it um and it's it's really he gets really aggressive about it um about like how dumb the movie is and how stupid he feels for having ever thought it was cool and just everything in the movie that's just wrong with it um, and I'm like cheering here cause I'm like, yes, we have, we have some interpersonal conflict here, uh, for, for John and, and Jade going on here. Finally. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so this is like, we, we, we have a, we were having a teenage moment. Yeah. I would, I, um, I would say a very relatable teenage moment. I don't know how many yes. moments you've had where you've like revisited media 
that you used to be obsessed with and just have that like shell shock moment where you're like, oh God, this sucks. Because uh, I've had a couple of those. Uh, I, I I was fearful that this podcast would be uh, one of those moments, but right, uh, we're, we've made it this far and it hasn't happened yet. So, uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely very relatable. I think this happens to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I, this this is this is a deeply relatable thing. It's part of growing um, up. And it doesn't even have to be, you know, this sucks. It can just be like, wow, this is not as good as I remember it being. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think that Con Air... I think Con Air is great. Um, but, Same. Yeah. And it's... It, it, it... How do I say this? Like, uh, Holmes, like, like, characters are, like, very... They're a collection of signifiers in a lot of ways, right? Like... We have, like, the... We have, like, musical motifs. We have, like, weapon motifs. We have, like, color schemes. Yeah. Um, like, the animals. Like, the sprites. Like, there's all these things that, like, kind of come together to, like, form, like, this very basic, like, identifying sheet for a character. Like, John is defined by his, like, love of, like, old, shitty movies. Right. Um, this is, like, hammered home from page one. Or, like, page three or whatever. Um, and we... And it's, 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 it's breaking here. Um, and we're getting, like, character development. Yes. Um, yes, we are. In a way that is, that in a way that is not afraid to, like, diff- to, 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 to break those things. And I'm real. It, it's really cool to see it. Um, you, you mentioned that the end of last act was a turning point, and I'm, I'm gonna guess that you meant that, like, this, that continues into here. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Um, it's 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 awesome. It's great. Um. Yeah, and uh, okay. So, what else? So, John's uh uh rant here is interrupted um by uh s- sitting on a Dave Sprite feather that was stuck in his pajamas, um. Which which he is probably distracted by and angered by, um, and he questions why Dave Sprite uh didn't show up for his birthday, uh, to which Jade um breaks the news that apparently uh Dave Sprite broke up with her. They were a thing and they are no longer a thing. Man. Um. And John continues to fly off the handle at this. Um. He's very angry. Apparently, this was a cornerstone of his mental health. Apparently, they were they were a rock. They were an institution on this ship. <laughs> really funny lines. John saying, "You were our rock." It's really funny. Yeah. Um. The where where is it? Um. Where John is like, "Well, you don't see you don't see me going around breaking up with my girlfriend." <laughs> um. And Jade's like, "Do you have one?" <laughs> like. And he's like, that's not the point. The point is that Dave Sprite is a douche. <laughs> he's an orange feathery douche. Um, but yeah, uh, John gets weird about it a little bit. Um, <laughs> there's the, you know, maybe it's for the best. Like, you know, what happens if you get married? Like, he's he's got a ghost butt. The the implications um, of that line it, it is it is such <laughs> a loaded statement. Yes, let's not get into that. Um. 
But it, it's it's so funny that like this this is like what he's like upset about. Like this is like what he's ranting about in his deranged anger. Um But uh this this does lead him to like kinda to voice him like some more like, oh yeah, shit, damn moments where like he he voices the frustration of um like you know he's he's significantly more alone um and being a, a breath player not a space player he's completely dependent on jade for any change of scenery yeah he's got to go to her and ask to to be put down on one of the planets um there's no friends around he can't even do like the game quests because when they cross in the new when they cross out of the the old universe the the denizens all went back to sleep he's just bored and he's got the only friends he's got are like Jade, uh, Dave Sprite, who he's currently very mad at, um, his grandma, uh, <laughs> and like a bunch of chess guys who are not the brightest, um, and it's like, yeah, that 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 would be that would be difficult to cope with, yeah, um, like, I uh, I don't know, like, I I sense a little bit of I don't even know if it's supposed to be passive aggressive, but like clearly like dave sprite and jade having a thing took a bit of a toll on this guy yeah um yeah yeah but the 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 difficulty with like personal boundaries and like being completely dependent on on jade is 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 interesting right yeah i think it's neat um I'm I'm anxious to see how this continues, how this pays off. Um, but uh, one one more instigating event has to occur before we're done here, um, which is that uh, Jade finds a piece of paper stuck to John's back, um, and is a note from Dave Sprite, uh, imitating the way that Dad would leave notes, um, congratulating John on uh realizing that. Cage sucks, and Con Air is a shit movie. Uh, he's taken his first steps off in complete embarrassment to the Egbert family name. Um, which is a dick move. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty douchey thing to to do. Yeah. Um, John is very angry about this. Um, especially considering that this is the the second anniversary of his father's death. Yeah. Um, just as much as his birthday. Um, and like, as he brings up in the rant about Con Air, like this was like a big bonding thing for him and Dad, right? Like, he would, he would, him and Dad would high five. Um, at, at moments in the movie, like it was a, it was a big thing. Yeah. And Dave Sprite has just come around uh, and kind of just shit all over that. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's really interesting that that something to us that was like kind of a bit of a recurring joke uh was done again as a joke by a by a character whose like whole thing is like I- irony funny funny joke uh has now been reframed as like totally just stepping on john uh putting him down dumping on him and dad's thing uh mm-hmm. it's really interesting to me yeah, I like it a lot. Um, the 
And yeah, it, it is like it, it. It's also kind of interesting because, like you know, like the whole Dave and Bro thing has been explored and explored and explored and brought up countless times. Yeah. Um, but like the the we never really got more than like a, a John never really had time to grieve for Dad. Um, like he was he was really upset for a couple panels, and then it was it was back to the events of Act Five, Act Two. Right. Um. And it is, this is kind of a good reminder that, like, you know, his, his fucking dad, his fucking dad was murdered. And he saw his dead body. It, it, like, it, like, Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just, yeah, not, not cool, Dave Sprite, not cool. Um, John runs outside and screams at the sky in anger and knocks himself, literally knocks himself out in, it is, and it is tantrum. Um, and, uh, we see the, the little black dream bubble form, literal dream bubble, uh, appear over his head as that, that menacing S, uh, <laughs> haunt taunts us from the bottom of the screen. Uh, and that's our reading for today. Wow, that really was our reading. That it really was. Wow, we wrapped it up in a pretty good time too. Yeah, sub two hours. Sub, not not bad, not bad. Um, good solid discussion. I don't think we had, went on like any tantrums besides horse ebooks, and that was like one minute. Yeah. So so good on us. Good on us. Um, do you have any more closing thoughts uh, that that have gone unsaid as of yet um, on this one? Um, hmm, not really. Uh, trying to think if I have anything to say about this John tantrum. Uh, I don't like seeing characters I care about fly off the handle like this. I don't know. It makes, yeah. makes me sad. I don't like I don't like John being upset. Yeah. Especially to the point of passing out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a birthday, huh? Yeah, what a birthday. Uh <laughs> our, our our characters are now what, fifteen? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, fifteen. I think so. Man. They grow up so fast. They really do. I remember being 15, it sucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I feel like I got everything I wanted to say out of, about the first Up and Bound Flash out of the way. Yeah. Like, you know. That's a, that's a... I said it, part, lot good, lot, lot bad. Yeah, yeah, very divisive, lots to unpack, uh, <laughs> but, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know, uh, the, the least offensive one, uh, we will certainly have more to unpack in the next two episodes. For those of you who are here to watch us suffer, fear not. Uh, it's it's going to ramp up. It's going to ramp up pretty quick. Uh, I'm pretty sure Cronus is in the next one. Don't don't oh, trust what I say, uh, but I'm pretty sure Cronus is in the next one. Oh, that's just great. That's just great. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for all that. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be wild. It's gonna be crazy. Oh, yeah! I opened the map, and he's right there on the map. Okay, okay. So we're, <laughs> we're definitely gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to uh, uh, confront a lot of demons next episode. <laughs> oh, 
I already had, I was already drinking to get through the last one <laughs> towards the end. Man. We'll see how this one goes, I guess. Um, but yeah, um, do you want to, do you want to bring it to the close? I, I guess we can bring it to the close. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I just don't know, I feel, I feel exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, wonderful listeners, uh, you have been listening to a Homestuck podcast. Uh, I, I am your second favorite co-host, apparently, <laughs> Aiden. And I'm your third favorite co-host, John. Who's the, okay. Alex, Alex is um, the best. <laughs> Alex is the best. Alex is the best one on the team. Shout out to Alex. He is the glue that keeps us together. Yeah. Um, John, would you like to shout out our, our lovely patrons? Sure, I would love to. Uh, once again, shout outs to the to the big five who continue to give us money. Uh, Simon Martins, uh, Corin, Aubrey W, Ina E, and Darsh. Goated. Goated. Um, shout out to all of our all, all of our regular listeners as well. Um, you're all you're all based and goaded. Um, I feel like I've said this like five. I need to find I need to find you. Gotta words. chill out. Um, you gotta settle down. I, we gotta chill out in here. But yeah, uh, th- thank you so much for for coming back to listen to us. Uh, every week. Um, means means a lot. Uh, that our, our humble little project. Um, remains humble and little, but it has it, it, it has anybody out there listening to us. Um, this is this is the big episode fifty, and I think that uh, if you told me a year ago that like not only would there be an episode fifty, but like there would be there there would be a listener base, I I would probably be very impressed, and I am very impressed now. So Same. Shout out to all of you. Um, you're awesome. Uh, keep it up. Um, or don't. I'm not your boss. Um. John, what is our page range? Oh wait, no, my god, oh my fucking god. Alex, shout out to Alex. I'm so sorry. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Alex is the best. I just said Alex is the best that I forgot to shout him out. Shout out to Alex, our artist and editor. Um does so much of the work around here. Um I I I last week I, I forgot to I, I I think I used the wrong mic again um because my laptop is fucking shit. And he edited the audio to not be terrible. So shout out to every time that happens. It, it, he, it sounded really good. I listened to a bit of it. He really, he really fixed you. Yeah. If 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 yeah. If you heard the raw audio, it sounds like the worst thing ever. Um. And he's just the best. Um. So shout out to him. Um. Uh. Okay, John. What is our page range for next week? Uh. Next week we have another really humble small page range oh. um uh we're gonna be reading pages 5308 to 5368 uh a nice little 60 page page range it, it's just 60 pages it's just 60 pages it'll be over in a flash alex edit in the funny badumps oh that was a good one that was a good one that was actually a really good one um yeah, uh, I think that just about does it for us this week. Yep. Um, it's uh, I'm gonna go to Taco Bell after this. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some Crunchwrap Supreme. Let's go! Um, see you next week, everybody. Yeah. Woo.